Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hello, and welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Film Finder. This is a uh, normal episode of sorts. I was just talking with my co-host, which is Darren today. Darren, welcome. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, that I am used to doing the longer episodes, so Darren, you're going to have to come and whip me into shape for this one, doing the 5-Minute thing. I'm in. The, I was in the last episode, and Ben called it like I hadn't been here in years and years. Like I was. Well, it's true. Since I mean, ancient times. At so. this point, you are kind of the uh, Five Minute Film Finder Sasquatch, where we like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. That's lovely. Thank you. Where we're like, we spot you, and we're like, oh, it's Darren. Okay, so, that's yeah, fair. Super happy that's to fair. have you. Yes, today. I'm, I'm. I'm excited. Yeah. So, um, and something that I, 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 I've gotten to a habit of each co-host that I have, like spilling the beans just between you and I, because it's only you and I here right now. No one else can hear our conversation. Um, something that I appreciate about you is that you pick movies and bring them to me. So Isn't that, that nice? That was, wow. I was like, like okay. I was excited. Yeah. You I were was ready. on it. You were on it. You gave me a list and I was like, oh man, I'm used to, you know, filling this out and picking a theme. Uh, and we, uh, what would you say is our theme this week? I mean, I feel like you could take it a number of directions, but. Okay. Well, I mean, there's a, I mean, that's obvious. The obvious one is that it's not an English language episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the safest way to approach sure. that is that because our movies, even though they are from the same country, they don't have a whole lot in common. Right. Um, but we, yeah, we're doing a foreign language international film uh, from Japan. I yeah, think both, both of ours are two, two films uh, from Japan. Yeah, and roughly within the past, uh, these were within a decade of each other, but uh, very vastly different time periods in the history of Japan. Uh, but I'm super excited to talk about our movies today. Uh, we just want to take a side moment to say thank you guys for joining us. Um, five minute film finder we are in the month of november we had just turned one year old um, yeah we Woo. we're here we're out here doing it we uh, are constantly excited to have new people on and, and just be pushing and pushing ourselves and, and giving you guys new content so thank you guys so much for listening every week and, and and reaching out to us and sharing it with your friends and family and also just doing giving us a like or subscribe wherever you can uh but let's hop into it uh, so we we uh rolled the coin before this episode and uh, I won or lost sure I mean, that, you know whoever who I'm going first is what it <laughs> yes, is that's what you yeah. said so uh, my movie uh, let me go ahead and get the timer ready for with Wilhelm here to help me um, I'm gonna go ahead and start it now because I'm gonna dive in <coughs> all right so my movie is the 2018 film shoplifters as uh, directed by hero Kazu Koryadi Koryadi oh man I'm just I'm just warning you for this whole review coming up. I, I'm going to try my best to say the names. It's probably not going to go very well, but if you'll bear with me. Um, this movie is starring Lily Frankie as Usamu, Sakura Ando as Nubiu, and Kieran Kiki as Hatsui. Uh, I'm getting looks from my, uh, <laughs> from my co-host. <laughs> oh, man, I'm trying my best. Yeah, no, that, I mean, well done. Well but, done. Thank you, yes. thank you. Uh, but Shoplifters, uh, qu quick synopsis, it's a, a non-biological family takes in a child they find outside in the cold while also relying on shoplifting to cope with a life of poverty. So... Uh, before I dive into the plot, again, I'm going to try to get to this all in five minutes. Uh, this movie is, I would say, just right off the bat, non-traditional. Um, non-traditional narrative. It's very character-focused. Um, Darren, you told me that this movie was, um, I, I know you don't mean this in a bad way, but you said it was slow. Um, what about this movie is slow to you? You know, the, the scenes in general are longer. Mm -hmm. You know, um, lots of just slow nothing 
specific happening in the scene, just them existing, doing going about their day, pretty normal stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's exactly, I mean, you perfectly kind of encapsulated what this movie is. This movie, Shoplifters, is... Um, when it first came on my radar, it was just kind of getting all these award nominations and all this kind of thing. But when I f- would watch the trailers, it seemed very slow because it is so character focused. It is about this family, these five family members um, who it's kind of they're they're quirky in a way because they kind of survive off of being, you know, shoplifters. And, you know, that's the first scene you get is you get of the, the dad and the son, even though they're non-biological, um, you know, shoplifting from the store. But it's interesting because... It kind of sets the tone for the whole movie. Within the first 10 minutes, they really kind of get the, the catalyst for the rest of the story is finding, I believe her name, because they end up changing it. Uh, they, they find a young girl uh, at the back of this apartment complex. Um, Yuri slash Lynn? Yeah, you know, Yuri slash like, Lynn, yeah. exactly. They end up changing her name later. Um, they find her at the back of this apartment complex, and it's a particularly cold night, um, and, and they you kind of hear her parents arguing inside, and you kind of see, again, you saw these two characters shoplifting and your immediate thought is, oh, you know, these guys are scum. But then they have the care for this young girl and they say, well, okay. And immediately this movie starts to, you know, give you doses of like, it's kind of this ill-defined morality, I would say, mm-hmm. is the whole point of this movie. Right. Is that there are no good guys and bad guys. It's like- Very it's gray. Very gray. Everything is shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Um you watching that not being familiar with that how did you feel was that striking to you to be like oh these are my protagonists they're doing good things but also really kind of bad things well it was interesting because like i said it was it was pretty easy to buy in with the the kid sure just kind of kind of moving in yeah. um for reasons you know the uh, the abusive parents or what have you that they don't specifically show but a lot of stuff is implied in this movie yeah and uh I don't know. I thought it was interesting the way they uh, they sold it. Yeah, and and so I mean, I mean, you're exactly right. Is that it is kind of that buying point? It's that little girl who is absolutely adorable. Um, that actress. Uh, they end up bringing her into this family. Hatsue um, is kind of the like matriarch of this family. This older grandma, and like they spend time together as family. And that's kind of the selling point of this whole movie. Is that like it's very cathartic and wholesome when it is wholesome, and then when the rugs those away, those scenes with the family. Yeah. They, it it it. At first glance, it, it could appear very traditional. Mm-hmm. They they're obviously just family from the first glance. Right. Those scenes, and you know, it's not until later that it kind of breaks apart. Right. You start to see kind of the fraying at the mm-hmm. edges. Um, it's fantastic. I'll leave out spoilers because there are some things that do happen that you could probably see coming, but it is important to the story. But really what this movie comes down to is just redefining not only like morality, but also it's just very humanistic. That And that's the like the quote from the director and writer is that it's like his, his whole style with this is to try to be as realistic as possible. While this might not happen to you in your life, they're faced with these choices that everybody's trying to survive, whatever it looks like, and that it's not always this happy ending. It's not necessarily an unhappy happy ending but it's kind of like this just how life is according to him um so before i run out of time i do want to mention this film was nominated for uh, best international film at the oscars it won the palm d'or at Cannes. um it was highly appraised and i uh movies that i would recommend this to if you like movies like roma by alfonso saran if you like marriage story if you like moonlight dramas that are really character exploring and really into the idea of finding out what human is I would definitely check out Shoplifters on both Hoopla and Canopy. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. I am out of time, and we'll come back with Darren's pick. 
Like this podcast? You can make your own. This show is recorded in the Maker Lab at our Norman Central Library at 103 West Acres here in Norman, Oklahoma, where we have 3D printers, laser cutting and engraving, audio and video labs, and so much more. Come today and try out our tech or feel free to contact us at 405-701-2614 for more information. And welcome back. We are both still here, and hopefully you are too, uh, after that first uh, round of names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you did good. I think you did oh, good. Oh, thank you. Uh, oof, man. Uh, but we are here for the second movie of the week. Uh, it is going to be Darren leading us through this, and this one um, was actually on my watch list for a long time. Admittedly, I did not get a chance to watch it, but it is Ooh. still... I know. Ooh. I know. I, I tried to prepare as best I could, uh, but I want you to tell me about your pick, which is what? Okay, so uh, we're going to be talking about 13 Assassins. Um, this movie came out in 2010, directed by Takashi Miike. Um, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's very violent. I'm going to stay from the outside. There's, there's, there's extreme violence. Mm-hmm. You have um, some, some disturbing imagery. Um, I think if anybody has seen his other films that are popular in America, uh, Audition, uh, E.G. the Killer, you're going to know what I'm talking about, his his kind of style of violence. Um, but beside all that, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a great samurai story. Sure. Um, the, uh, the just description I in, on IMDb here is a group of assassins come together for a suicide mission to kill an evil Lord. And they spell out very clearly that this guy is an evil, evil, evil <laughs> Lord. He's not a good dude at all. Sure. So like you, you, you get that buy-in, like I said, right away, these, yeah. th- these guys are going to get together and it's going to be great. So. You know, a quick side note, I don't mean to derail too much, but it's interesting that the difference between our two movies is it's like, I feel like in this one, the villain is clearly defined and the good guys are clearly defined and to an extent, at least is what it sounds right, like. You know, like, so there's, there's politics mm-hmm. that, cause we're talking about feudal Japan, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so there's mm-hmm. politics involved there, there's specific brand of politics and it, navigating that. And this is what has to happen for their country to, you know, not have to deal with this guy that's obviously terrible mm-hmm. so um but yeah they they like you said from the very outset they this guy's awesome you know just awful yeah awful person yeah and, and and i'll just wrap it up real quick but i just think it's interesting that it's like it's a, so between shoplifters and this it's almost like shoplifters is kind of a you know trying to shift away and be like not so clearly defined but anyways go, go on with yours <laughs> <laughs> uh so you get uh, you get some great scenes where they're where they're they're gathering the guys right you know because they're gonna, they're all going to go on this mission and I that's something that I love more than anything in movies is the you know bringing the team together montage kind of thing sure. and and it's it's a little different here they they stretch it out a decent amount um, there's not a ton of action in the first half of the movie mm-hmm. whereas the last half is basically just the whole battle is you know the last it's like half an of the hour movie. long battle right, right? Yeah. yeah yeah basically the whole last half of the movie. And it's, nice. and it's and it's great um you know lots of good sword play um some cool stuff in there very cool so what like so obviously if you're a fan of a samurai movie you'll like this movie what was is this something that you just have seen before and you knew of um, okay so i'm i'm a sucker for a movie with a sword i i'm you know mm-hmm. not gonna lie sorry yeah, yeah sorry sorry not sorry but uh <laughs> uh and so it's i i watch um Korean films and Japanese films specifically because I like these kinds of stories. Sure. So how does this hold up kind of historically with your knowledge of other samurai movies? Um, because this was obviously made so much later than like the Akira Kurosawa movies. Like how is this, do you think this is true to that formula? I think it's, I think it's interesting because there's not a lot of differences visually like 
costume wise and you know because so, they were filming these in these same places that it still looks like that. It's mm. looked like that for hundreds of years in Japan. Sure. And so there's a lot of authenticity there that's easy to attain. Yeah. Interesting. So it's kind of like it's something we're familiar with, like the seven samurai trope where heroes, anti-heroes mm-hmm. come together and, you know, fight off this horde. Um, what What is special about this movie to you then? Is it just because it's a retelling that you think it's, it's worth its time? Or what do you think is great, truly great about this film? Well, um, the action. I yep. mean, I think it's the mix of the the modern action that that uh, he's able to bring. Um, somebody like Takashi Miike mm-hmm. is able to bring to these uh, this these these guys here that they're uh, they're going on this adventure, trying to kill this evil lord, and he has an interesting way of showing you know, the, his characters and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just a kind of a different take and, and all the, makes all, for something that's really interesting. Are all the assassins just like memorable in their own way? And so, you know, they all, they all give you, they give a tidbit for each guy. You know, there's the one guy who I want to get his name right. And it is. Siyoshi Ihara plays the character Hiram, Hiryama Kujoro. Mm. And he's like the uh, ultimate samurai guy. Okay. And he was trained by the leader of this group. And they, so they all come together and they all have their own little stories and stuff like that. But, you know, like I said, the individual characters are, are interesting, but none of them are central sure. because you kind of know that they're facing insurmountable odds. They yeah. call it a suicide mission. They all expect to die. Sure. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of different. It's fascinating. Okay, so... With a movie like this, um, I think there are some like clearly like recommendations. But who, who would you recommend this movie to? Um, yeah, I can't ahead. stress enough that it is a violent movie. Yep. and that there is some very disturbing imagery, mm. and so you have to be on board with that from the start. But in general, anybody that is a fan of you know a good team of guys trying to get something done. I think it's a, it's a it's good perfect. show. It's perfect. And it sounds like I'm out of time. Yeah. That was, that I was, got screamed at. That was good timing. Yeah. So it's it's fascinating. Again, it's like we, I mean, obviously we're limited by five minutes, but I, I'm so glad that we are examining movies that are outside of our normal watch. Um, I think a lot of these movies have tendencies to turn people away who don't like things with subtitles. I've heard that before. I've sure. heard that in person. Yep. Oh, it has subtitles. I don't want to watch it. And, you know, I mean, I, I will respect that. But I think there is so much, once you get past that mentally, there's so much that you can be exposed to that's, one, is it, you know, is makes up where a lot of your favorite films come from, but two, other stories that you would never know about. You know, different visions. You know, the these movies are not American movies. Yeah. Very obviously not American movies. Both mm-hmm. movies that we talked about today. And, and, and you bring up an interesting note, too, before we head out. Like, so when I was in my undergrad in, in film... I had a professor that was teaching an East Asian cinema class and he was saying that there are going to be not only, you know, subtitles and language you won't understand, but there's going to be nuances and things in the movies that messages that you might not pick up on. And that's okay. And it's super interesting. You bring that up 13 assassins. There's actually a longer cut for the Japanese audience that they cut stuff out that the American audience didn't get to see because they didn't think that we would understand or care. A lot of it had to do with some supernatural stuff, and they just oh, completely yeah. left it out of the American release. Yeah, The Japanese version is a full, some minutes longer okay. because they just never released that stuff for the American audience. Sure, that's interesting, and, and that's actually fascinating. I wonder how easy it is to track that down. Um, I bet probably on the you know Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Something like that. I'm sure you can get the, the, the full Japanese cut, yes, but I've never personally seen it. Um, but yeah, there's a character that's, possibly supernatural depending on your 
your viewing of the oh, movie. Okay. So gotcha. Well, I think I mean I think that's a perfect place to leave it. Um, Hoopla and Canopy. I think we can find you can find both these films on both those platforms. Um, really has awesome international films. Um, you know, it's so easy. Great selection. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's so easy to watch something local, but. Absolutely. I, I suggest you to you, the listener, to to go on there sometime and try to do, you know, I wouldn't even call it research, but just look and see what is there that's international um, East Asian film or, you know, films from, you know, Asia itself, from Europe, really push your boundaries on what you're familiar with. Um, as we try to push our boundaries on here. So I just, Darren, thank you so much for joining me this week. Of course, um, thank you. It's always a blast, and I feel like you completely knocked it out of the water compared well, hey, to me. What can I do? Yeah, but uh, hopefully it won't be too long before we have the, uh, the Sasquatch of Five Minute Film Finder on again. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Darren, I just want to thank you guys. Uh, I want to thank you so much. I want to thank the listener at home so much. Um, if you, like I said before, if you could show your support by giving us a like or subscribe, uh, sharing our content with other people so we can continue to do this. Um, it is our one year anniversary this month and we are so excited to be able to bring this to you guys um, so recommend it to a friend if you have film recommendations for us reach out to us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org and uh, next week we have a pretty good setup for you I, I won't ruin it but uh, we have some new new shoes to jump into the deep focus uh, long long format so uh, keep an ear out for that we'll catch you guys next time and this has been 5 Minute Film Finder <laughs>